You said Y-E-S to buying an HDB flat together. Now, there's another three letters to take note of. I-L-Y? <laughs> I know, B-T-O. No, H-F-E. You need a valid HDB flat eligibility letter if you're applying for your BTO flat. It takes about a month to process your HFE application. So, if you haven't gotten an HFE letter, apply at homes.hdb.gov.sg. That's H-O-M-E-S dot H-D-B dot G-O-V dot S-G. Goal 905. Sounds good. Feels good. Welcome back. We've been chatting with a brand new Makan Kaki, and he's the guy behind private dining experience and delivery service, Pot Thai. That's P-A-R-T dot T-H-A-I on Instagram. Go look for Chef Rishi Aurora and he will hook you up with some of the most amazing punchy Thai flavors. Hi again, Woo-hoo. Rishi. Hi. Hi, Denise. <laughs> so we've been chatting about um, your private dining menu. We talked about your delivery menu. We talked about how fascinating it is to have grown up with the Singaporean culture, the Punjabi culture, as well as the Thai culture. And that all kind of informs the kind of food that you serve. I thought we should get to know you a little bit more because because after all, you are brand new to our listeners and we're going to actually also get you to recommend some of your favourite makan places here in Singapore. But we can't do that before we get to know you a little bit more, right? So, share with us, first of all, your favourite food-related childhood memory. I'm not sure if this falls into that category, but when I was really young, I think I was in kindergarten, like the earliest memory, which is related to food, would be like coming back from school and jumping onto the sofa with a massive cup of Milo, milk and ice. That's my earliest memory and like it was so short. Does this mean that you love chocolate as well? Oh, most definitely. Chocolate isn't really a Thai cuisine ingredient, but have you uh, ever tried to put chocolate in some of your dishes? Yeah, actually not the savoury dishes. I'm not that adventurous, but some of the desserts, like I've made a Thai chocolate chili sauce, you know, I've added a few like spicy elements to dark chocolate, which is really yummy and sometimes I serve that during the private dining also. Oh my gosh, so that sounds amazing and since you mentioned it, you served us homemade red rubies homemade coconut ice cream I'm just thinking can we put that chocolate spicy sauce over the coconut ice cream would it work that's exactly what I do so My other dessert option is I usually do a, like a toasted brioche bun mm. uh, with a coconut ice cream and pour some of that spicy chocolate sauce on. I love and it because it sounds like, you know, old school ice cream sandwich. Yeah, exactly. Yeah, yeah. And even in Thailand, it's called kanompang ice cream. Like, you know, you have like bread with ice cream. It's mm. like such an old school childhood memory. Yeah, that sounds to me delightful. What is though the weirdest thing you've ever eaten or drunk? Between all the three cultures you navigate... I'm sure you've come across some pretty interesting things to eat. Yeah, so in Thai culture, I'm sure everyone who's been to Thailand has seen the fried crickets and stuff on the street side, right? I would love to try, you know. I hear that they're delicious, right? So yeah, I think they're not bad, Mm. but that's actually not the weirdest thing I've eaten. For me, weird, because it was just really odd. During Le Cordon Bleu, I mean, one of the classes we had, we had to cook and eat rabbit meat. Ah. For me, I still feel that's really weird because I love animals and, you know, I always see a rabbit as a pet and like cooking that meat we had to do it obviously and the taste it was okay but like I would just not revisit that again like it's so weird does this mean you have to do it like from scratch you've got to skin debone no 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 so luckily this was in the beginners class so they already give you just the meat Um, phew thank god oh my god yeah thank (laughs) god but still like you know when you think about it it's like uh, a bit weird I mean no offence to anyone who enjoys rabbit meat and I know it's been eaten for 
centuries But as yes, someone Who was uh, born In the year Of the rabbit Me <laughs> I mean I would eat it But I would also Feel slightly weird About it <laughs> Okay yeah. so from weird Let's move on to Wonderful Okay any guilty yeah. Pleasure food What is your favourite Naughty food to eat It has to be And this is current Like in the last few months So I love Shake Shack I've been going Since they had Their first location In New York Like many years back I remember yes. Visiting when they just Had one location in And that little park grown. Near Flatiron yeah, Building Exactly yeah So when they came here I was super happy And I love the Smoke Shack burger But then that is not Complete without the fries And the malted shake Like the malted shake Is the bomb Definitely not everyday food But definitely No no for sure not Guilty yeah. pleasure food Exactly Okay Any food that you have A severe aversion to I mean besides rabbit uh, I do not like tauge So bean sprouts Hell no Not, not for me Oh my gosh um, But then it's, yeah. it's used quite extensively In Thai cooking right No so I, I only use it If I'm serving it To other people But if I eat it myself <laughs> Like I would literally Tell the vendors In Thailand Like not to put Tauge in my noodles Or anything Like I do not like it no. I mean I confess to you That I didn't love Coriander And you were like Sorry uh, Because you know Coriander Also a <laughs> massive topping And ingredient In a lot of Thai cooking True. You did pretty well That night when you were here I didn't see you Picking out I that didn't much. See I tried yeah, my best Good job, good job. <laughs> Thank you thank yeah, you. But tauge I would pick out Oh dear So how do you cook with it then If it's going to flavour Your dish That you're serving To your diners Yeah so the stuff I usually make So it's not cooked With the item It's like for example A pad thai right Like yeah. you would serve it On the side ah. It'll be on the On the side Where people mix With you know The three condiments Like the ground peanuts The chilies, The chilli flakes And the sugar Yeah It's served on the side Like that So people would mix However much They want to mix So I usually do it Like that I don't usually Eat myself no. That's but a very Clever way to avoid eating yes, your hated exactly, ingredient. <laughs> exactly. Okay, so yeah. what are three ingredients or kitchen utensils, implements that uh, you cannot live without when you are making food? So I have a knife, a uh, chef's knife I have been using since uh, Le Cordon Bleu days. It's a Zwilling brand, which I have been using for years and I really love it. So that's one thing I can't live without. The second thing would be, I think, a category like just spatulas. I'm sure people who have started in Le Cordon Bleu or any culinary school or have years of cooking experience, like you would know like a spatula is so important. I'm not sure if a spatula is a common implement in a traditional Thai kitchen, but with your French training, it definitely has come in useful, huh? Yeah, so like mixing sauces or, you know, even stir-frying, I use spatulas sometimes and yeah, it comes to really good use of all sizes, literally. Like you need a small one to sort of scoop out leftover something from a bottle or, yeah. you know, like a big one to mix like a batch of stuff yeah spatulas of all sizes definitely very important for mm. me and then number three I would say it's an ingredient and going back to our love for chocolate I always have dark chocolate in my fridge and this may be not to serve people but for myself <laughs> <laughs> which helps us segue yeah. very nicely to my next question is that your all time favourite thing to eat it's like the comfort food is the one thing you keep returning to no no I have many cannot fit into one of course chocolate is one of the things but I think favourite thing to eat would be if, if you're asking me like a meal like something which I could go back to over and over again and we have revisited this kind of meal since young it's a banana leaf Apollo kind of food like you know the yeah. South Indian non-vegetarian like you know the masala chicken and the mutton and yeah. the rice when we were young whenever someone visited from overseas or whenever even we came back to Singapore from Thailand to visit that was the one place we had to go back to like the banana leaf Apollo at Risco 
mushroom. Yeah, you gotta have um, the banana leaf. You gotta have the rice. You gotta have all exactly. the different the, ingredients. The fish head curry, oh, the, yes. the papadum chicken, everything like that whole meal is so amazing. And I mean, not only of course that restaurant is great, but there's even like Sammy's, which is amazing. There's the mutus curry, which is really good, also. So like this whole category of yeah. South Indian non-vegetarian food is amazing. Absolutely. Okay, one last question before we go for another break. This is something that I ask most of our makangakis. It's the fantasy dinner party scenario. Who would you invite, dead or alive, famous or non-famous, up to you? And what food would you serve and why? So I'm going to be a bit sentimental here because my parents both passed away before I got into food mm. over a decade back. And they were really fussy when it came to food. So I would actually love to serve them the stuff I've been cooking, whether it's a private dining menu or like the delivery menu. Just have them try it and give me the stamp of approval. Like, I think that would be awesome. I'm very sure they approve. I'm very sure they do. Yeah, but it would be nice to have them try the food. Well, thank you very much for sharing with us. I think we've definitely gotten to know you a little bit better. We're going to get to know your favorite food places a little bit better next. We'll be back real soon. Don't go anywhere. Mom, can you cook next week? I'd like to invite the extended family over for a meal. (sighs) I'd love to, but my hands are numb and tingly. Difficult to stir the pot or cut the vegetables. This might be due to nerve damage. Try New Robion. It's packed with high-strength vitamin B1, B6 and B12. Clinically proven to regenerate and nourish the nerves. Wow, I'll give it a try. Can't wait to cook again. Get New Robion from Watson's today. Put life back in your hands with New Robion.